Hey everyone and welcome to 121 in Flux, I am Peter, that is Connor and we talk about movies on this show and we're back, it's, it's been two weeks since the last episode, I mean it's been longer than that since we recorded one but Yeah, yeah. It, it feels good to be watching a movie again doesn't it? It's been a while, uh, we've had a very busy TV schedule so we, we were a little later on episodes the past month uh, and we'll, we won't have one next week, that's fairly certain but we'll be back to one per week after that. Uh, yes. We're, we're pretty um, confident now. Uh, now that we've seen what Netflix has got planned for the next month, uh, we can be uh, quite confident. Uh, and we do promise when we get a quieter period in you know, a month or two, we'll oh, yeah, we'll do got, some extra. Yeah, we already have tentatively scheduled. I say tentatively because who knows what else will get announced uh, in terms of to do, but at least right now there are four extra episodes planned for July on top of the regular four, so theoretically once we get to july there'll be two a week for a while to make up for the lack of episodes uh over this past month that is the plan uh, it's also worth mentioning the next two episodes when they do go up uh, will be the top 50 movies of the 1990s that is the plan so you get a couple you get a countdown to parter and then we'll be back to the regular movies uh, after that but this episode is actually a, a movie of course and it is a the winner of the patreon vote uh for the for the month of april well the vote was in march the movie was supposed to be done in April, we're slightly late, we're a few days late in getting this done, but here we are. So this is The Lady Killers, uh, the original film from 1955, Alec Guinness, Peter Sellers are in it, uh, the director of course was Alexander McKendrick, uh, I say of course as I obviously have to glance at it to check who it is because I didn't know who it was, uh, but hey, uh, this is a, a comedic thriller, I guess is the way I'll put it. Yeah, because it's you know it's it's always billed as oh it's it's a heist movie right, but the the, the heist is a minuscule element. Yes, the heist is a plot element, but it's not the it's not all building up to a heist. The heist actually the, happens relatively the, early. The heist is essentially the setup, and then the fallout, and you know the interactions of the result of the heist. Yeah, the the premise of the film is that. Uh, Alec Guinness and his bland, band of criminals. There's this five-man team who are going to rob this armoured car. Uh, and this this house happens to be near a train station. Uh, the house, of course, is the old lady, which, I mean, she has a name. She's, uh, what's her face? Miss, Mrs. Wilberforce. That's actually yes. a pretty cool name. Uh, but they all have, like, their code names. So she's referred to as the old lady, and then all the, the men have their Professor Marcus, Major Courtney, Mr. Harvey, Mr. Robinson, uh, Mr. Lawson. So the, you got all these names. But basically, she's got a room to let. And they decide to stay at her house because they're planning the robbery right next to her. And this is kind of their safe house. And they've got all this big plan. That it's kind of going to involve her, without her knowing that she's involved in a robbery, but sort of involving her in a way so that, you know, because she's, no one suspects the, the, the old lady who's, you yeah. know. It's a pretty solid plan, not going to lie. And that's kind of it. But, of course, she is a very pernickety old lady who likes to get her nose in other people's business all the time. That's, and that You've just described every old lady. A lot of old ladies. I won't. I won't see every. But uh, I'm generalising. I do this. We've definitely met. I think we've all met at least one old lady in our time like this. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I generalise about any everyone else, so it, it seems fair to generalise about old ladies too. <laughs> so, so that, that's the setup, and uh, high drinks kind of ensue. Um, and it's funny because it, it, it sort of the movie starts and it kind of treats it like a serious thriller. Thriller where. Uh, Guinness's characters first coming to the house, and there's a lot of like you know, scoping it out and you know, setting it up. 
Yeah, but the way it's shot, it's, it's all like the, the shadowy figure. You just see yeah. like the shape of the hat, and the, there's a man with a hat. That's all you see through the window yeah. in the background. You just see this, and it, it play, it's very pantomime. It's got the, the music's very sort of on the nose and sort of it is, dun, yeah. dun, 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 you know, kind of yeah. all this stuff going on. Um, but then once it gets going, and it's all about the characters interacting with her and kind of like dancing around her and trying to like do their plan and uh, just how. It, it, I mean, it's, it's a comedy about how, oh, it's perfect, this plan with the old lady, but the old lady just keeps sort of interfering in ways she doesn't intend to. And yeah, because of and that. And then you've still got some bumbling buffoonery on top of that. You've got some bumbling buf- buffoonery. So that's that's the, the, the gist of the, the movie. So I'll ask a question. We'll start spoiler free, of course, as we always do. And we'll give you a warning before spoilers. But uh, so what did you think? Neither of us had seen this before. This was a first time watch for both of us. So how did you feel about The Lady Killers? Yeah, I had a blast with it. I thought it was a uh, a lot of fun. Um, a lot funnier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I also liked it a lot. I, I, I don't think I was expecting it to be quite. The, the, basically, there's a there's a whole gag that keeps coming back up where the old lady just won't leave them alone. They try to like get on with something or do something, and because of the way she is with people, and she won't shut up, and she won't stop telling stories, and she won't stop asking about things. Uh, you know, the movie opens with her going to the police station and asking, "Is it, oh, the neighbour saw an alien spaceship. Oh, it was just a dream. But you get this idea that she's constantly going to them with complaints and stories. Yeah. And they kind of like, ah, oh, it's just the old lady again. It's fine. Like, just, you know, ignore her. So, some great payoff to this. Yeah, be, be nice and let her go. And because of the way she is, she keeps... And probably the funniest thing to me in the movie was every time this happens where they're waiting for her to do something but she keeps drawing out the things she's doing for so long and it's just them giving each other glances of like really and their reactions and the frustration of them waiting for her just to get on with the thing she's doing pretty much and you know and there's a point where you know they they, they shut the door on her and she just opens it again <laughs> and it's just just because she, she, she has a lot of you know, been a bit nosy it's like i want to see what's going on i'm gonna open it again <laughs> Yeah, it kind of, that's, uh, that's kind of how it is, and I think obviously we say it's very pantomime. I think that kind of stays throughout the whole thing. There, there is a moment at the end that is pure slapstick that came out of nowhere and had me in stitches. And it's funny because there is, there's, I mean, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of hijinks. I wouldn't say there's a lot of slapstick though in the movie up until that point. No, that's why it just yeah. hits out of nowhere, and it's it's so funny because of it. It hits out and over. Very good. Very good. Yeah, because as much as it's very hijinky, there's not a whole lot of slapstick up until that moment. So it, it's, it's just a, a lot of wordplay for a, a lot of it. A lot of wordplay. There's a little bit of uh, cat and mouse that happens towards the end with various mm. characters, but it is very much a lot of wordplay. It's a lot of Alec Guinness being trying to like, present himself as the charming, sweet professor and you yeah. know try to like charm his way out of every situation, not only with herbert with the other men when there was an argument it's like keep calm and you know he's, he's always been yeah. smooth and try to do all that and that's he's very good in the role isn't he yeah and you know, they're all kind of memorable for the most part uh you've got him as the leader you've got one round who's a sort of bigger guy that's mr mr lawson you got uh mr robinson who's played by peter sellers uh he's kind of the charming one I, I, I don't know. Marcus is kind of the charming one. Uh, mm. I, I would say he's just more the straight man. Uh, I mean, it's weird to say Peter yeah. Sellers is the straight man, but he kind of is because yeah, then you have 
Mr. Harvey, who's the intimidating one, because he's the one who th- hates this plan, he hates working with the old lady, and he's he's the one who's always thinking right away that he'll probably want, he's, he's the one who's going to try and kill people probably first before yeah, anyone like else. Yeah, like his introduction, because you, you know, like, you know, like we say, you know, the, the professor's he, he's there at the house first, and then the others come round. Mm. And, you know, he's the last one to arrive, and he is just, you know, full silhouette. It's almost, you could, it's almost like there's a lightning strike when he gets there. Yeah. It's it's a uh, you know it's a great look. You got him, and then of course you have a uh, major Courtney, who's kind of the bumbling, um, friendly like. I'm thinking like Professor Plum. I'm getting getting Professor Plum vibes from mm. from him. I, I yeah. guess is what what I'm saying. Uh, in one round, of course, mentioned he's the big guy. He's also a bit of an idiot. He's a, the big dumb dude. So. You got this wacky cast, and you've got her going around, and their story is that they're there. That, oh, uh, it's, I mean, it's just it's just a professor who's staying there, but he's like, oh no, my friends, are, we're a string group. We're going to play some music. We're going to practice, and yeah. they of course uh, like convince her, like they, they put on a record, uh, yes. so so it sounds like they're playing music. And what I love about this is when he was telling her earlier on, oh, we also play music. Like, oh, you're a doctor of music? No, 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 no. We're just amateurs. We're amateurs. But then he's, he just puts on like you know a symphony or a string quartet, an actual string recording, quartet. yeah, of, of of actual musicians playing stuff. And I'm like, if you got if your stories, you're an amateur. You don't just play perfect yeah, yeah. music <laughs> that's been no, played. That's true. But uh, you know, the, there's a thing with this that I loved is. This this uh this suite that is played repeatedly, mm-hmm. they use it just as the the score, even when it's not you know being played in the scene, it gets integrated into the score. It does. Uh, they use different right. instruments though, because when they're doing the heist, you hear like you know piano playing, yeah. you hear you know all sorts of things. Right up until a point where one of the characters smashes the record, and then you never hear it again. Ah uh, yeah yeah. I loved that. It's a nice touch, uh, but it just it cracked me up because I feel like that's the sort of thing that it plays because the movie is very pantomime. I feel like if you put this in a serious film that you're tricking someone into thinking there's actually instruments being played in the house when it's just when it's just you know playing music over over speakers. I feel like that wouldn't play because it doesn't sound the same. It, you know, it's, it feels different. But in this movie, it doesn't matter. It's fine. First, it for a start, she's a you know she's a she's an old lady. She, her hearing's probably not as good as it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, it's just the tone of the movie is again it's very uh, cartoon. I, I I can imagine this. I assume this has been done on stage. This story. Ah, oh, it almost certainly has. I imagine maybe the heist itself is taken out of the stage version because it's the only thing. Uh, that... Yeah, that bit kind of just happens off screen. Yeah, but I feel like the rest of it in the house could totally be a stage play. Yeah, definitely. But hey, uh, so so you got all that going, um, and it's very funny. It's very charming, and the ending's again kind of amusing, and it all kind of comes together. And yeah, yeah. So, uh, but that's the spoiler-free uh, version, I guess. Uh, so we'll. Well, a lot of spoilers, so full spoilers from this point on for the Lady Killers. So, their plan, their master plan, obviously they're, they're, they're playing the music, and they're, they're, obviously there's a funny bit where she keeps coming up, saying, do you want some tea? No, we're fine. And they put the record back on, and, and she knocks... Scrambling on, to pick up the instruments yeah, before she comes in the door. And she knocks on the door again, she's like, how about coffee? Would you like coffee? No, 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 we're fine, thank you but you know, she knocks on the door like three times. Uh, it's like, yeah. oh, we're very fine, very kind of you. Piss off now. Uh, yeah. So the whole plan is that, like, okay, so if we steal stuff stuff from the armored car, they're going to expect us to try and smuggle it out in the trains because the train station is right there, and they're going to be checking any pa- packages that are outgoing because they might even think, oh, we'll try and send a package out as if it's you know. Because that's uh, I can't remember who it is. One of them suggests that as the yeah. plan, and he's like, "Don't be so stupid. That's the first thing they'll think of." Yeah. 
But his genius, and it is quite genius, honestly, is that they smuggle it in and they mark it as incoming packaging. uh, And they send... Uh, basically, the, what we find out is that the vasty old lady, oh, hey, I have a package arriving at the, the train station. Could you go pick it up for us? So you have this sweet old lady coming in and picking up a, an incoming package, and it's like, yeah, this doesn't look suspicious. I'm like, this, this is actually kind of... For the time, it's kind of genius. I'm okay yeah, with this plan. And But the whole the, the stuff that was cracking me up, though, is they've got one of them uh, across the street, like, you know, watching... And then the rest, you know, at first it's just the professor, Alec Guinness's character, and then the rest of them are sort of waiting outside the phone box, but eventually they'll end up inside, try to listen to it. Yeah. But, so he's, he's on the phone, uh, Sellers is over the phone, he's like, alright, she's left, it's worked, she's, she's in a taxi, she's she's left with the with the, with the the lolly, as they kept calling it, the, the stolen money. Yeah. And then, like, two seconds later, the car comes, you know, back round, and she's like, wait, she's coming back to the train station! She's coming back! And for the first time in the entire movie, Alec Guinness starts losing his shit. He's been so calm and composed, he's always got that smile on his face, and he just starts, like, hitting the phone off the phone box. Yeah. And those who can't hear him are outside, and they're just freaking out, like, what, what, what's going on? What's happening? And, of course, the whole thing's a joke, because she's just coming back for her umbrella, which they set up in the opening scene, she always leaves behind. Yeah. And she comes back for her umbrella. I, I, I think that's the, the the really good thing about all the all the comedy in this is it's really well established and set up and pay off. It's yeah. and not just you know in one scene. It's you know, things that are set up at the start of the movie get pay off right at the very end. Yeah, it's it's, it's really a masterclass in comedy in that sense. And then they're following her, and she she tells the cab driver to stop at one point. And so what's, what's what's going on? And she gets out, and she's upset because there's like a, a fruit salesman. He's got like a little cart. And there's a horse. Someone's got a horse that they've parked the horse and cart out next to his fruit stand. And the horse is eating some of his fruit and he's getting really upset and he's like hitting the horse's head. And she's like, you can't do that. You can leave that horse alone right now, young man. And that's like her whole thing. She just stands there and like argues with him. And eventually the cab driver comes out and tries to like, hey, this is not really any of our business. We should move on. And the entire time, like, they've followed her in the car at this point. They've got their own car. And, and they're, they're all, all like, come on, get going. They're all watching from a distance. And they're all just sort of like biting their knuckles watching through the window as this is happening yeah. and it just keeps escalating to the point where she actually yells over to get a policeman and like don't bring a policeman what are you doing and eventually there's a policeman there and all this stuff and then it breaks out into a fight and by the end of the scene the 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 cab driver's like cab's been wrecked by the guy who had the car because he got angry at him and pulled off the headlights and there's like, okay I'm not going to be a cab driver anymore and then the, the guy who's selling the food's like I'm not going to do this anymore and then the, guy, the other guy's lost his horse because the horse ran off <laughs> she's ruined everything because she can't keep her nose out of things yeah. and it's just it's just it's this thing and again the funniest thing about the whole thing though is every time each thing escalates it cuts back to the the group and the car them getting worse and worse and just watching this and just being like oh my god that is like our sixty thousand pounds in that box oh my god get it back to the house now you old bat please i I, I dread to think how much sixty thousand was in the 50s in 1955 i'm sure that was a lot i'm sure that yeah i'm sure that was a lot yeah a lot, because because now it doesn't sound like. I mean, it's not doing. If someone handed me sixty grand, I'd be quite happy. Right, with it. right, but you know, you're <laughs> splitting this between five of them. Yeah, that's twelve, twelve grand each. Thank you. Um, I, I was fine. I actually, I got that. My point was just, you know, it's actually not that much for for the for the effort that they're going through. Oh yeah, and in, in, in today's in today, money, it's not. Yeah. Uh, but in 1955, I'm sure this was because because they're still yeah. talking about shillings at one point. He's like, "Oh, I'll pay the shillings for the week." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. If you're talking about shillings, sixty thousand is a you lot." You might as well be telling me you're stealing a million. 
Yeah, basically. I, mean, I, don't that, that, it... that's, I don't know how much it converts to, but in my head, yeah, it's about a million. I, I could look it up, but I'm not going to. It's not worth it. It doesn't matter. So, anyway, so, so there's the thing. And then after that, because the, like, the police have been involved, she's actually at the station again, and the, the box with the money, the trunk with the money in it, is sitting on the porch of the police station. And then she has the policeman help her carry it <laughs> to the house. And the whole time, again, they're watching it and they're biting their knuckles. And the whole thing is... Is is it's one of my favorite types of humor. It's just the sort of thing where you're just watching the reaction to something, and because it means something to them, you're just laughing your ass off because it just keeps you, escalating. You've got this this nice old lady go, uh, you know, thanking the the police officers. Go, oh, thank you very much for bringing this in for me. Mm. And they're all, like, oh, it's no problem, it's fine. Yeah, and they're just there terrified. They are. Is 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 absolute gold. And here's the other thing. So there's a little. Because obviously at this point, you're like maybe almost halfway through the movie, by the time they're about to leave the house with their money, and they're all happy, they get to go, they're off scot-free, and I'm like, alright, well obviously something else has to happen for the movie to continue for the, the next 40 minutes. Well, what's yeah, going to happen? We need, we need the rest of the movie. And I'm like, well, does she see something? Does yes. Or whatever. Some bumbling buffoonery. And it does end up being buffoonery, but what I love about it is they actually didn't tell us what they'd done with the money. Yeah. They didn't tell us that they'd put all the money in the, the instrument cases for the, you know, the, the cellist right. and so on. And I think this is, what I like is, you know, we'd seen that they had actual instruments before. Yes, we did, yeah. Because, you, know, you know, they were scrambling for them when she came to the room, so we knew that at some point they had physical instruments in these cases. Yeah. And they're trying to get away. And again, again, it's, it's a funny scene because they're all trying to get away as quickly as possible and she keeps trying to talk to them as they're leaving. They're just like, ah, we can go. Thank you very much, old lady. Bye-bye. Uh, they're getting out. And it's actually uh, one round who gets the... It's like the one of the straps at the bottom of the case gets caught in the door. And he has to, he's, he's trying to pull it out and he rings the bell and he keeps trying to pull it in just as she opens the door. The, the case flies open and all the money just kind of like... Yes, it's know, just so impatient. Explodes out. And she sees it, and they all run up and just shut the door quickly. <laughs> on her. Yeah. It's like, goodbye, we're done here. <laughs> and then she's walking around the house, just kind of like, clearly thinking about putting two and two together. Like, what's going it, on? It looks out the peephole, and it's like, and it tries opening the door again, and then you, you just get out and you're pulling it shut. You, we're going now, goodbye. And then the movie, and of course why it's called The Lady Killers, is ultimately the movie becomes, what do we do about her? She can, you know, as one of them points out, some of our faces are in the system. She can, re- she can point who we are out. Uh, our fingerprints will be all over that house. Like, they can find us now if she yeah. talks. So it becomes this debate: what do we do with her? And it's the first that they, they try to convince her, try to be smooth. Uh, yeah, their, their logic is, you know, it's it's a harmless crime. They don't want it back because that just complicates things. Right now, yeah, sure, the banks lost the money. You know, the the, the insurance will pay out the sixty thousand. They'll add an extra, you know, whatever it was, onto you know, a tiny little bit onto everyone's premium. No one will notice individually. The insurance yep. company will make all its money back. No one cares. Like, and she, and she's like, yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense, but it doesn't seem and then, right. <laughs> and then you have one of the guys out in the hallway. Goes, you know, I never thought of it that way either. Uh, yeah, that's no, one round. That's one. Yeah. Every every time there's something where he's like, someone's like pointed out something. He's like, oh yeah, that's basically yeah. him every time. He's the one yeah, going, oh much. yeah. Um. And eventually they're like, well, no, she's like, no, 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 you know what, you have to turn yourself in. Because they eventually try and turn it so that they scare her into it. Because like, oh, well, technically we, we, we came up with the plan in your house. We plotted to do this in your house. You and, brought and, the and money we, here. 
yeah, and we'll tell them you didn't know what you're doing. We'll tell them you you know you had nothing to do with it. But they're not going to believe us. Look at us. Yeah, and ignorance is no excuse in the eyes of the law. Exactly. And she gets all concerned, but then she's like, you know what, I don't even care. I'm going to fess up, and whatever happens, happens. I'm going to walk out of that police station, and you're going to give that money back. And that's the point where, of course, the shady one is like, well... You know what we got to do now? We have to kill her. And they, they, you know, they, they get matches out, they draw straws, essentially. And... You know, at first it's uh, it's uh, the the major who's supposed to kill her, and then this is where things really start getting high drinking fun because he gets alone in the room and he inst- instead of he, he claims to her, oh, I'm just going to go and get the police, and you know because they're all going to try and like you know kill you. I'm going to go, and he actually in turn tries to sneak away with all the money himself. So this is and where they all start stuck on the roof. Yeah, they all start turning on each other, and they end up having to kill him. There's actually this funny funny running gag in the last half of the film where every time one of them gets killed. The rest of them like drop them over the, the bridge onto a train when the train's going past, and it becomes this running thing where they keep having to do it. Uh, but yeah, so, so that all plays out, and like one by one, and it, the dynamics kind of sh- sh- change up because one round kind of decides that you know what, I actually kind of like this old lady, and I don't want to be like party to murder. You know, no, no one's killing her on my watch, and he kind of becomes a defender almost. And we get this back and forth um, until eventually it's this down to just, uh, you know, the professor and shady dude and yeah. the, you know them try to like out kill each other <laughs> basically um leading of course up to the moment of the height the, the the slapstick that you were referring to he the, the you know he climbs down part of the bridge and then uh you know uh, what's his name what's the shady one's name uh harvey mr harvey climbs down after him and he managed to pry him off the ladder and he falls into the tray and he's dead he's all laughing and then out of nowhere the the, the sign the train sign comes down the crossing sign smacks him in the head and smacks him in the head and then he falls into the train so it's like beautiful they're all dead it's just it's so out of nowhere and it's you know it's 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 not very slapsticky up till this point and then just, just bang there you go and oh man i mean stitches it really did yeah and again this entire haste was foiled by an old lady just being an old lady. That's the joke of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, at the end of the film, like sh- she is left with the money and it clicked to me. As soon as we see her go to the police station, it clicked what was going to happen. And she tries to tell the, you know, the, the sergeant about what's happened. Oh, it was this haste and this all happened, but I swear it's all... And he just acts like, ah, oh, and they think she's, she's telling a story. She thinks this is just like the, the spaceship... This is not real. So they just play along with it. And she's like, yes, but what about the money? It's like, And because they think it's not real, they go, well, as far as we're concerned, that's yours. And she's like, yeah, yeah they'll just put the insurance up. They said that would happen. Yeah. yeah. And then and not she, along went, yeah, basically. And so the, the cheery music starts playing as she walks out and she, she gives money to like a homeless man and like he's like almost like calling her back because he's like, wait, you give me too much. This is, you know, this is yeah, more yeah. than what you give a you homeless have, you person. You have a leaf behind her umbrella. Yeah. And the police, you know, they run after her again. And, I'll buy a and, few and, more. And, that's <laughs> so fine. Yeah, I don't need that one. Yeah, I'll get more. I don't like that one anyway. Uh, yeah. Like all I could think was poor, poor policeman's holding this umbrella. What am I going to do with it then? You just left me with an umbrella. That's your trash. <laughs> Go give it to the homeless man. <laughs> he could probably use an umbrella. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Uh, and you know those, those other moments, like you know when there's a point where a sergeant comes in to like check on her, 
yeah after point. you know after they all got pulled over and you know yeah. and she she called the police over to get involved with that they come to check up on her on that just go yeah, yeah. it's all sorted and it's, it's, fine, it's yeah. that it's that night it's after they've all like you know been revealed to her and yeah. they basically say hey don't you tell him anything and whatever and, you say he can't come inside and if he does insist he needs a search warrant but she's so scared of everything that she like opens the door and she's acting so unlike herself she's being really stern she's like what are you doing here what are you wanting you can't yeah. come in unless you've got a search warrant. And that's, that was another reaction moment for me as it cuts back because she says that without being prompted by like, yeah. insisting that he come in. And everyone like, else is like, oh, God. That is like, okay, now it sounds suspicious. Before it was fine, and now you sound like the most suspicious that anyone ever. And then, anyway, he walks off and he comes back. She's like, just buzz off. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's strange. She's acting weird. Because he knows her well enough that he's like, hey, it's me. It's Sergeant you know, Robinson or whatever his name is. She's always at the police station. Yeah, she knows them all. She's she's on first name basis with pretty yeah. much all of them, and it's just again that 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 reaction of her just saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you, you don't have a search warrant, do you?" He's like, "Why would I want a search warrant?" He's like, "Well, you don't have one, do you?" I've got off you go. <laughs> yeah, I I love how they're they're all like hiding in the hallway, like behind curtain. It's very you know, yeah. um, it reminds me of uh, Monty Python and, and the Life of Brian, where you know they're all they're hiding in the room you know, where they're getting searched. And they're all like these really obvious places, but it just doesn't matter. Mm. It's the same here, where in just one glance you can just see them all just stood there, basically. No, it, it's it's a super entertaining movie. The, the comedy for me plays very very well because it's it's less about punchlines. It's it's like the setups there, but the actual punchline is is very rarely an actual line of dialogue that pays it off. It's usually some sort of action. It's it is, usually yeah. it's it's. It, the, the the punchlines themselves are usually silent because mm. it's just something you see you see someone react to something or you see whatever you know and then, you know, there's some scenes that are you know uh, like if I'm going to say a scene that I, I didn't like as much yeah the scene where the bird gets free and they're all just kind of try to catch the bird and he falls through yeah. the chair I'm like okay because that was kind of slapstick that was probably the one example of slapstick before that yeah. bit at the end it, it was and that, that, that bit does because it, it, there it kind of just feels like okay this is a bit different i think that scene's just there to show that okay so that, like you know not only is she interfering in their plans all five of them end up involved in trying to catch this bird like she's yeah. actually getting them all involved i, I do this. like how the parrot is actually just talking yeah so, you know it's funny actually when the entrance the parrot at the start because at the start when he's yeah, when the professor's in the house he's like, oh you've got a room to let and he's asking questions about it and she's like oh the house sort of gets slanted in the war so that's why the, the paintings are all kind of slanty yeah. um and so, because he tries to fix a painting at one point, and it just kind of slips back into place. Yeah. And he's asking all these questions about the rooms and whatnot, and then eventually there's a noise like, "Who's that? Is there someone else here?" You know, because obviously he's very concerned about there being ears and eyes to you know see things and hear overhear their plans. And she's like, "Oh no, no, that's I've got three of them. It's my parrots." And, and, like, and you're like, "Oh, they're going to hear it and repeat it back to the point yeah." I, 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 I yeah. thought that was going to be a plot point at the end. I thought the parrot was going to repeat a part of the plan, but it yeah. never came up. It was just it not didn't. part of the movie. I, I don't know how it is, but the the parrot sounded like it was Sellers voicing them. Uh, yeah, maybe I don't know. Uh, it it sounded like it to me, but maybe I'm just. I'll be honest. The first parrot, the first time we hear it before we see it. I didn't think it was a parrot. It sounded like a duck to me. The first sound effect. Yeah, I can see what you mean. It was it because I was like, "She got a duck." That's a weird thing to have in your house. And then the camera pulled back. It was, "Oh, it's a parrot." Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, and, then yeah. the, and then the noises kind of changed to be more parrot-like, from what I expected. It expect. became actual speechy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was just. It was just. It was just enough veered towards duck, and then it became more of a parrot screech afterwards. But I thought it was a mm. duck at first. I was like, "That's oh, weird." I, but I can, I can hear it. 
Yeah. Just... Can you have can you have a big tank, have a duck in it in your house? I don't see why not. I don't know why you'd want one, but I uh, no, I agree. <laughs> but I mean, you you can have a duck pond, right? And, and you know, out, out the back. Yeah. So true. I'm sure I, I... some of them wander inside from time to time. I think the thing with a duck though is you need like a larger surface area of water rather than you, you do. Deep. But I think you know the the ducks wander around, so um, they, they can wander in and out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's why a pond works because you're outside. You got yeah. yeah, but but what I mean, you know, you leave, you, you know, if if it's out the back, you leave the back door open. The duck can wander in. Oh, sure, yeah. If you, if you want, yeah. If you, if you want a duck in the house, if you, if you want a duck in the house, it it it, it works. If you want that in a movie. <laughs> I mean, you could do. Um, just, just glad she's not any cats to try and eat it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm sure, my cats would have a go at a duck. Duck just wandered in. Yeah, yeah. But what about chickens? Some people do that with chickens, don't they? So the chickens wander around. Is this leftover because you just watched Lost in Space and there was like a, a pet no, no, I actually know people with chickens. You know people with chickens. Yeah. Not farmers. No, not farmers. <laughs> I just know people with chickens. There's people with a chicken. Well, I mean, they got more than one, but yeah. Do they cook them every so often? I don't know. I mean, they eat the eggs, that's for sure. <laughs> See, I don't like uh, eggs, so that, 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 I'd rather cook the chicken. <laughs> I mean, maybe they do when, when when the chicken eventually dies. I don't know, but I mean, they, you know, they they, they 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 close off the, the the back, you know, put a little like mesh oh, fence okay. over it so they can you know, wander around. As someone who enjoys meat, it feels weird to me to have a pet of something that I eat. Does that make sense? Yeah, but here's the thing. My, my, my favourite meat is lamb. And I live five minutes away from a slaughterhouse next to a, a field full of you know sheep and lamb. So, but that's not your I, pet. <laughs> no, no, but my point is I see that on like a daily basis. So I'm like, ooh, dinner. When I, see, well, when I go past that, I'm like... I yeah, but hungry. you're not attached to those... Eh, oh. If you get a pet, me. you're attached to the pet. You you you, you like the pet. You have a yeah, you have a bond. Still eat it. Doesn't bother me. <laughs> Food's food. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is, it, it all comes from the same place. Attachment or not, might might as well eat it. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is, if I had a chicken, what separates that chicken from all the other chickens that I eat on a regular basis? Once it dies, not a damn thing. <laughs> I feel like you're not grasping the concept of what I'm saying. No, no, here. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, what separates it? Nothing I, for me. That, that's my answer. It's like, yeah, sure, it's a pet, whatever. And you know, oh yeah, eggs, cool. But you know, if that, that's dying, here's what separates it: the extra effort I have to go through to prepare it. <laughs> There's your answer. You are a soulless monster. Just let that be known. Look, I'm not advocating for, you know, eating all the pets. Just if it's one that you eat on a regular basis anyway, then sure. Go if ahead. I if I if I loved a pet, there is no way I'd let anyone eat it after it was dead, regardless of what it is. What a waste. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, know, you got pet chicken. Why, why are you burying? That's a perfectly good dinner. Oh dear. Um, where were we? We were talking about the, the parrot. Some, we were, yeah. Such. That was the scene that didn't land. 
Oh well, yeah, I was just saying that probably didn't land. Uh, it's not a terrible scene. It's just you know, it's it's it's, uh, it's just a little over long for what it is. It's, it's kind of there to set up like how much you can interfere. But once it gets to the heist itself, it's uh, just it's just you know, it's just a, it's just this glorious line of funny like set piece after set piece. Yeah, um, and 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 you know, this is very much if it's down to your taste in comedy. But for me, this this works. Oh yeah, it works for me as well. And I actually I love we, we kind of glossed over the scene where. They're trying to talk to her about going, uh, or or whatever, and she had like a dinner party set up with other yeah. old ladies, and one by because you know a second old lady because she's like, oh yeah, do we knock out both of them and take them in the car? And then a third and fourth walk in, and then a fifth and sixth, like, should we charter a bus? <laughs> that was yeah. that was a funny line. And she's trying to get him out of there, and you know you've got all the old ladies going, oh they are staying. Oh, can you play some music? And obviously at this point we know there's not even instruments yeah. in there, even if they could play them. Uh, the first thing is, is there's a point where she wants to talk to that because this is right after she's found out about them yeah. and she wants to just talk to them and she's actually getting annoyed by the other old ladies being old ladies like they are being yeah. old ladies to her and it's yeah, it, if, exactly. that, if that makes any sense but you, you know it what is. I mean they're all being interfering and yeah. and just wanting to talk and then eventually all five of the guys have to sit through this awful and it's just this awful like, whoever was doing the sound mix for this really had fun just with the annoying old lady talk because there's just like five six old ladies just, directions, yeah just constant yeah. But you can't make out any of the sentences or sounds it's just meh, 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 all over the place yeah, yeah. Um, so you know and, and you've got you know she comes look you can't leave now because they're all here can you please just pretend to be civil gentlemen for a couple of hours and they're all like yep, yep i suppose we could manage that yeah and they're all they're, they're all like a little upset that they're leaving their instrument cases out in the hall like, and just looking back at them and like yeah, oh, yeah. okay it's just they don't quite trust all these yeah. old ladies around them yeah when they don't know anything they don't know there's anything to steal yeah exactly yeah uh, that's another plot point, of course, is that eventually she actually locks all the instruments uh, in a room. It's like, ah, just so temptation doesn't get the better of you. And you all do the right thing and turn yourselves in. Yes, uh, but eventually one of them takes the key. Mm-hmm. Yep, indeed. Tries, tries to make a run for it. That's the second one who tries to make a runner. Uh, uh, Sellers, uh, it also leads to his death. <laughs> I, I, I very much enjoyed that debate, you know, when Sellers is out there going, right, how am I going to do this? He pulls up the gun it's like, no, nah, that's too loud. Uh, yeah, and you know the, the shade when he offers up the knife hmm. he's like oh no you can even go that's too messy oh, yeah yeah, yeah pull, pulls off the tie he's like yeah 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 go on this'll do yeah, yeah. choke with this yeah but then he gets in and she's asleep and it's like oh I'm just steal the key and just, just slip away take the money yeah yeah good stuff and that was the thing because one room gets mad because he actually thinks that she's dead when she's asleep and starts getting all vengeful yeah. uh, but no uh, no, it's a right. It is a, is a, is is a very funny movie. Lots of fun set pieces. Uh, the actors, uh, all five of the guys and the old lady, are all perfect. They're all great, and they play off each other fantastically. Yeah, um, it is a it is a brisk ninety minute raid that yeah. is is constantly funny. So, I, I think with that said, uh, make this a bit short and sweet. This one, but uh, what would, what would you give this out of ten? Uh, I'm gonna go with an eight point five. Yeah, I think. Um, Yeah, see, I, I'm trying. To, I feel like I'm giving too many point fives recently, but I kind of, I kind of agree with that. That's the thing. I feel like yeah, maybe a nine, but then you've got like the parrot scene. Kind of, I mean, it's it's not quite there. Yeah, but I think it's it's more than just an eight. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Eight point five. I, I think I agree with that. Um, highly recommend checking it out if you're not. I know there's a remake with Tom Hanks. I don't know uh, if that version's any good or if it plays similar comedy or whatever. Hard to say. 
Yeah, I think I think there's a a reason to remake this. You can do it with you know just the, the same thing, but with a different style of comedy. Oh, you could, yeah. And I, I can see that working. Uh, you know, the the core concept, just you know, okay, these guys, here's the heist, it goes wrong, comedy, and you just do a different take on the comedy. So I can see there being merit in in a remake existing. Yeah, um, and I like Tom Hanks, but I don't know if Tom Hanks is a is appealing in replacing both Alec Guinness and Peter Sellers uh, in their prime. Mm, no, he's very good, but. I mean, don't know, Tom Hanks may be better in certain other roles, but in, in a comedy like this, I don't know. You, like, yeah, uh, this cast is kind of perfect. This is kind of lightning in a bottle in terms of the casting, I think. So yeah, definitely, uh, I recommend. I check it out. I'll have some fun. It's a it's a great, great little ninety minute watch. It's a very brisk watch as well. Yeah. So obviously, it's, super, I mean, it's 1955, so it's a super old school movie. There's, there's the odd like sort of dated look uh, looking effect or whatever. There's, Whenever Maybe when ex- they stood outside the house, you know, looking out to the street. Yeah, that's, that's always like a, a rear screen projection kind of yeah. kind of job, and it always looks a little bit rough. There's, there's one or two day for night sort of moments as well that are a little bit, eh, you know. But yeah. you know, it's, it's just technical stuff at the time. You can't really. It's usually follow. not too offensive, though. Never takes yeah. you out of the movie too much. So, so no, that is the Lady Killers. So, by all means, if you've seen the movie, let us know what you think of it in the comments. Uh, so, just to reiterate what we said at the start, uh, there will be no influx next week, but the following week we'll be starting our top 50 movies of the 1990s. That'll be a two-parter, and then we'll be back to movies every week. And as we said, we have already scheduled in a makeup episode, so there'll be two a week in July, at least right now. Assuming there's not other announcements that maybe make that month a bit busier, but there'll definitely be extra episodes later to make up for the, they, the time they, off. they will be coming you will get you know a minimum amount this year yeah um so look look forward to to that uh and obviously the new vote will be up in patreon soon it will not quite put the new votes up for the month yet uh but if you well, i mean yeah if you if you watch this early on patreon because you get this a week earlier on patreon uh yes. sometime in the next few days the new vote uh for the next month not only for this but also for screams after midnight and 1.21 overload will also be up uh, for, of course for if you're watching this publicly go check out the patreon those are there already they they are uh worth mentioning the top post in patreon also has links to all of the youtube playlists and the audio feeds and all the various other shows we do if you want to browse other stuff um that is a good way of doing it uh but of course also youtube channels good as well because everything's neatly organized because uh, i'm a stickler for we, we we've basically gone take your pick so pick whichever's best for you but no, uh, that, that is that is us. So, uh, by all means, let us know what you think. Uh, like, subscribe, usual stuff. Uh, we mentioned Patreon, patreon.com slash TV if you want to support the show and the channel. But otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching movies, guys. And we'll see you next time.